You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight the reigning world champs with our friend Andy Hart. Patriots.com radio. Check out their outstanding audio on the Patriots team channel here on TuneIn. Andy, after back-to-back wins over the Bucks and Jets, and yes, the officials probably butchered the Safarian Jenkins call, do you feel like the Patriot defense is back on track? Um... That's a great question. I, I would say I think the run defense took a real nice step forward in New York. Um, by far their best performance of the season, really making the Jets one-dimensional. Uh, the problem is that Josh McCown just added his name to the list of guys that have thrown for 300 yards against these Patriots. And that's six straight opponents that have put up 300 yards. And so I, I think there's still a lot of questions. And certainly the Gilmore being inactive with a concussion, he's still not practicing. Uh, Eric Rowe is still out, so all those questions about the pass defense uh, are magnified by the fact that you're down a couple uh, key veteran players right now. So, you know, you're heading into a matchup, and I know Atlanta isn't sort of high-flying like you'd expect them to be with the passing game, and Matt Ryan's thrown too many picks, and Julio Jones doesn't have a touchdown yet, but um, I still think the way the Patriots have played defensively in, in, in terms of pass defense, this is a, a scary game potentially. And you better you better assume that uh, Bill Belichick will continue try to t- continue this trend of of having Matt Ryan throw an interception and Julio Jones not getting in the end zone because he's great at taking away your strengths and force you to play towards your weaknesses. But with saying that, uh, this offense obviously has been getting it done by themselves. How long can you you think this could last? Where it's really about the offense and hoping the defense find a way uh, to start playing a little bit better on a consistent basis as they move forward in the season. Yeah. It's- it's not that sustainable, especially, you know, Brady wasn't sacked last week for the first time all year, um, was only hit a couple times, but uh, I think he's pretty banged up. Um, he's actually been removed from the injury report um, after missing practices last week with that, that AC sprain. But, um, you know, to just put everything on the offense, it's, it's not sustainable. It's not a way to win as many games as this team, you know, thinks and wants to win. Um, you know, that said, you know, the offense has come back to earth a little bit. Um, this is two straight weeks where you won the game, but, um, you know, you were under 25 points two weeks in a row, 19 and 24 points. And, you know, I looked back, that never happened last year where they had consecutive weeks below 25 points. I think it only happened three times total in the games that Brady played. And now you've had two straight weeks where you've been held down a little bit. Um, so, you know, this is a team that it's really searching everywhere. You know, they really haven't, there's no one thing offense or defense that they can hang their hat on. Um, you know, the offensive line looked better last week, but was that because the jets weren't good enough and the jets did some unique things in terms of the pass rush, or are they taking a step in the right direction? And, you know, as I mentioned, the run defense is better, but is that who they really are? Are they more the team that was not very good the first three or four weeks? So, you know, they've, Brady's talked about it. Belichick's talked about it. You know, they are still evolving as a team at this point. Um, and we, we still don't really know who they are in terms of the 2017 Patriots. Chatting with Andy Hart, Patriots.com radio, and the Patriots team channel here on TuneIn. Andy, I'm presuming you're not an accountant, although let me ask the question. Do you have a CPA degree? <laughs> I do not. Okay, but, just just you know, want to clarify. Could. You never know. Yeah, hey, University of Phoenix. I can get it online. <laughs> time, right? 
<laughs> the more you can do, the more valuable you are. So with that as the premise, how important is it financially for Rob Gronkowski to stay healthy, have games like he had on Sunday when he had a pair of touchdowns to hit the contract incentives he was given in the offseason? Yeah, it's it's still going to be hard, I think, to get to the, the highest number. I think it was $10.75 But the next one below that, and he can get that one, I believe, with the All-Pro year. Um, but, yeah, he, he put his money where his mouth is or where his performance is this year with the ability in the team, worked with him on it, obviously. Um, the ability to double from $5 million and change to $10 million and change. And, you know, he's looked good when he's been out there. The problem is, it's, you know, he missed the one game with the thigh and about a half a game. Um, you know, prior to that with the, uh, the, the other injury. And, you know, I still think he's the best tight end in football when he's on the field. And, you know, you saw last week when they need a play, he is still the guy. You know, I, I know Edelman's out, but he is the guy, third and 11, go to Gronkowski. Not only do you get the first down, you end up with a 33-yard touchdown with him high-stepping into the end zone after pulling away from the Jets' rookie safeties. Um, you know, two touchdowns. He is still the man, and... You're right. It's not just, you know, for the wins and for the Patriots and what they need to be as an offense, but for his own future, you know, for his finances, but also, you know, that he's a guy that's ridden such a roller coaster over the years because of the health where, you know, I hear from Patriots fans all the time, you know, last year, is it time to start thinking about walking away from Gronk? You can't rely on him. He's not there when you need him in the postseason. And then you see him back out there and you just remember when he's out there, he's the best there is in the game. And, and so I just think for his popularity, his standing with the team, his finances, staying out there and making things happen are where it's at. And he just had his press conference today. He's in a very good mood, and he said he likes to see himself high-stepping because he knows that means he's feeling really good. So feeling really good right now. Andy, this, this New England Patriots organization has found ways to play the mind games or, or try to remind you, especially when having an opportunity to get a rematch, that – when beating you the first time, this is why and how it happened. Do you think they actually show some clips of this from the Super Bowl and how this team rebounded and came back from being down uh, by 25 points and actually taken into overtime and actually winning the Super Bowl, considering it as the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history? Uh, it depends on – certainly publicly, they're not saying that. In, in fact, in an interesting fashion, Bill Belichick has sort of – uh, nipped that in the bud all week that this is a rematch. This is not a rematch. You know, what happened last February is irrelevant. This is a new year, new team, new opponent. They are different. We are different. Um, he's really emphasized that it's only about the five games that the Falcons have played this year. And he's studying those games and preparing for what they have to offer based on those games. Um, is that the same reality behind closed doors? Because I know for a fact, oftentimes, whatever he says to us, um, in press conferences and interviews is not the same as what he's showing. Um, so it, it's interesting, but I do think he, he does want to put that on the back burner because all offseason, all he has emphasized is how this is a different team, a new year, how little they've accomplished. You know, they've not established anything yet. Um, even when some of us, and, you know, you guys included, were talking about 19-0 and 0 and was it a possibility, you know, he was really trying to cut that off at the pass. Um, so I do think this week it's more about, you know, these, the teams they are right now, you know, what the Falcons bring to the table with Steve Sarkeesian as their offensive coordinator, not what Kyle Shanahan and company did last year. And similarly, what they bring to the table, you know, on some level, you look back, they were down 28 to three 
But they didn't have Rob Gronkowski in that game. They didn't have Brandon Cooks in that game. So, you know, I think offensively the Patriots probably feel like they're a new team. And I think they look at the Falcons and say, you know, these are the Falcons this year that have lost a couple games, that have thrown interceptions. We need to take advantage of the way they're playing this year. Um, and so I do. I think he's sort of poo-pooing the rematch of the Super Bowl. And more so, this is just a team against, you know, a potent offense in, in 2017 and what they are now. Andy, I revel in being wrong. It's amazing I'm still employed, all the things that I am <laughs> off the mark with. And, yes, in West Virginia, I may have said to you, probably on the air as well, oh, your team's going 19-0. and So with that as the backdrop, take us back to Super Bowl Sunday in February. What were you thinking or tweeting when the Falcons led 28-3 to in the third quarter? Uh, I, I'll tell you, I didn't think it was completely over. I'm not going to lie and say I thought they were going to win. I'm not going to lie and say... You know, I was Julian Edelman. I'm sure you've all seen the mic'd up segments where he kept saying, I think it was, you know, this is going to be quite a story or what a story this is going to be. Um, I was more like Chris Long, who I remember after the game admitted <laughs> he thought it was over. He didn't think they were going to win at halftime and when they were down 28 to three. Um, but I'll tell you, I also, I've seen too many of these that I don't, I, I didn't give up on the possibility um, because, you know, to go back to, to the desert when they were, um, going for the undefeated season, and they got the ball back with whatever it was, 40 seconds to play, needing a score. I thought then they'd get a score because I've seen Tom Brady do it too many times. I don't know what the number is now, but those comebacks, I've, I've seen every one of them, and it's dozens and dozens of them. And so I, I did not close the door on them. I just thought it was really unlikely, and they got all the help they needed from the Falcons as they sort of uh, gift-wrapped it for them with some of the things they did. And as always, we appreciate the information. We know you're never wrong or inaccurate on Patriots.com radio. We'll chat with you next week. Thank you, Andy. I used to never be wrong when they won all the time. It's (laughs) harder to not be wrong when they're struggling. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.